Welcome to episode 21 of TikTok. Joining us again are Mark and Dave. How's it going, guys? Decent. Yeah, not bad, thanks. This is, we normally say who the previous number 21s are, or whatever the episode number is. Um, (laughs) Can you guys remember any Celtic uh, 21s? Well, in fact, what I'll do is I'll I'll run through them, I'll give you the wee clue for each to see if you can get them. The current one, you may already know anyway. He's been number 21 since uh, 2017. Joined from Man City. Uh, initials O.N. French guy. And he's fucking useless as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's okay. somehow really good at football, but somehow really bad at football. So, so yeah, you know who he is. Uh, three, uh, the first three Celtic number 21s were goalkeepers. Yeah. yeah I think that's quite a common goalkeeper one. number. C22. Uh, no, uh, uh, who, sorry? David Marshall? David, David Marshall, but I think he may be 22. Yeah, he's... he's uh, he is 22. He is 22. Um, the first ever Celtic number 21 was a, a goalkeeper initials SK. Stuart Kerr? Yep. Uh, the next one was initials MH. Magnus Magnus Yeah, yeah. And then uh, the next one was initials MB. Yes. Mark Brown? Uh-huh. And then oh, th- we've got two more to go. We'll get um, this one's quite popular in football because he's this guy. Uh, 2009 10 season, he was number 21. And this was EB. Are you Berkovich? No. Um, fullback. Oh, Edson Bradley. Aye, aye. Aye, he's a topper. And the last one. Before uh, Oliver and Cham was a defender, played for uh, two stints at Celtic. Scottish guy uh, scores, sc- uh, scores corners all the time. Uh, there you go. That's all the Celtic number twenty ones. Nice. Uh, nice. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Mark, you've got some, you've got a quiz for me and Dave. Well, yeah, it's a perfect segue because it is a we're going to do a penalty shootout style quiz uh, around Celtic squad numbers. Oh. oh, I like how we've just turned this into a Celtic quiz podcast as opposed to talking about football. Uh, Let's keep this, us up. This is real, it's real easy to keep a positive spin on it. Uh-huh. It's essentially the only way I can make it through a podcast without crying at the moment. Uh, Otherwise, see, see if we didn't have these wee quizzes, we wouldn't record an episode. No, just wouldn't do it. I can't believe we're in a year where I literally can't see my family and the saddest thing about my year is Celtic. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking it's so bad anyway let's let, let's get into the quiz because that, that'll be a bit of fun to begin with so uh, I'm flipping a coin and first up is Dave in the penalty shootout so yes. I, I think that's an advantage uh, in a real penalty shootout <laughs> so we're, st- we're, we're starting off easy and then we'll get a progressively harder and then gettable ones at the end so you can try and snatch the win that's that's the what I've done in my head whether or not you okay. find them difficult doesn't I don't know but I did so first Dave Scott Brown Number eight. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if that was a trick question. <laughs> that would have been amazing. You know, it kicked off the podcast if you got that wrong. Uh, oh, I'm Mark, terrible at this. I'm terrible Mark, at this. You, you've got an easy start. Henrik Larsson. In uh, <laughs> <and> now seven. <laughs> Dave <clears throat> Simeonovic. Uh, five. 
five well done. Yeah. Martin, Stuart Armstrong. Oh. See it. On matter tab, I've got like Celtic squad numbers, but I'm not going to go and check. <laughs> I'm terrible at things like this. Um, 16. Incorrect number. 14. 14. Right, Dave. Progressively getting harder here. Christian Gamboa. 12. Oh, Dave is made for this game. <laughs> so. Right, Martin, you ready? Kenny Dalglish. Um, also seven. Number nine. Number, number seven nine. for Liverpool. Ah. That's why I uh, team too easy, <laughs> doesn't it? Seem too easy. Can <laughs> see where you're. Let's see where your loyalties lie. Ah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Dave Scott Allen. Nineteen. Nineteen. Fucking hell, Dave. Four one fire. I've got. I've got photographic memories for useless information. For the back of Celtic tops. Right, Martin, just to keep it interesting, this one's worth two points because I've just made it up in my head. And it's Kelvin Wilson. Oh, um, was he not like 60 odds? No, I, 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 I'll, I'll give you a clue that he's not in, it's not in the 60s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, number, number four. <laughs> no. Can I, can I guess? Yes, of course. Is it six? Number six, yeah. yeah. Martin, have you ever watched a Celtic game before, Martin? I, uh, I, I focus on the ball. It's, uh, it's well and truly over, but I think we need to give Dave the opportunity uh, to get five out of five, which I don't think has happened in any of the quizzes yet. And, uh, yeah. Hope you make an asset, Dave. <laughs> I, uh, probably will. I don't, I don't know. I, I tried to make the, the one towards the end a wee bit easy again. As uh, my last sorrow. That's a bit of a toughie. Is he 12 as well? Number 12? Oh my yes. god. Yes. Dave's in fire. Right. Man, I'll give, you, I'll give you your last penalty, even though it means fuck all, like the rest of Celtic season. Uh, Ryan Christie. Oh, um, 17. Well done. I, I knew that because we mentioned him uh, a few weeks uh, ago. A few, four weeks ago. Hey, wait, to do his squad numbers. <laughs> we mentioned him quite a lot. but I had a... I'm just going to say, is that, is, is that the end of the podcast now? We'll see, see him running out. We can just scroll it. quiz. That's all we do is a four-minute quiz. Um, I did uh, have a tiebreaker. Would you like to do it anyway? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I Because, you know, I spent five minutes making it, so... When you get out there. So, the game is... We could do something kind of similar on that 606, where they, like, give them a league and you have to name a team. Um, and the first person to kind of stutter and not get one loses. So we're going to stick with the same theme, but it's Celtic number nines. Oh, okay. Okay, okay, okay. So you have to keep saying a number nine, and the first person to stutter or get it wrong loses. Can I start? Seeing as Dave's a lot better than me. <laughs> I, well, Dave's better than me, and I've got the answers. Um, so, yeah, Martin up first, and three, two, one, go. Chris Sutton. Correct. John Gaddae. Uh, I might be out now. <laughs> yeah, that, that's definitely out. You literally got one wrong of saying number seven in your answers. <laughs> uh, Lee Griffiths. There we go, right, we'll continue, bro. Uh, George Samaras. Yep. Oh. Uh, oh, shit. Uh, Harold Bratback. Yeah. 
Dave, if you just get one more, I'm giving you the win because Martin's took about four hours of each answer. Uh, right, give me, give me a minute. Yeah. Um, uh, well, I've got another one, I think. Van Hooydonk? Pierre, yep. Oh. Yes. Uh, Charlie Nicholas? Uh-huh. Right, I'm definitely not. You're doing so well, though. <laughs> This game, this game is uh, escalated. Um, I'm trying to think of Celtic was... like proper goal scorers. I'm trying to think who was nine between Samaras and Griffiths. Uh, I think there was one. I think there was Gade. Um, it was Gade. Uh, 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 give me a minute. Um, oh, so tense. Steve Chalmers. Oh, Stevie Chalmers was Celtic's first ever number nine. Really? Excellent. Yes. <laughs> Fantastic. Because the numbers came in in the 67-68 season, I believe. Um, just trying to think of where they were playing. The is uh, is uh, Turnco Mo Johnson? Mo Johnson, yeah. <laughs> I'm just thinking of strikers. <laughs> Don't matter. Um, this, this has been much better than the actual um, <laughs> Number nine. David's giving me plenty, giving me plenty of time to think about it. <clears throat> I know. Um, oh, I'm struggling now. Uh, I would have only got one more, maybe, and then I would have been out. Uh, I don't know. Brian McLeod. No, unfortunately not. Um, I don't know what Brian McLeod was. But Martin, if you, if you get one more, then you get the win now. I was flipped. I mean, Dave's won, obviously, because he won 5 2. But I think that quite one of these crazy loans we got, like um, Colin Kazan Richards or Dion Dublin or something like that, will be. Dion Dublin has won. Has he? That was excellent. That was good. That was good. I actually do remember people with Dublin number nine. God, look at that. It's just weirdos that fought Dublin in the back of Celtic top. Oh, it's a good thing. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a good point. Um, he scored at the Jinky final, didn't he? Nice. He's I, was, I was sitting with my uh, Uncle John at that final, and he said, oh, Dublin's going on, he's never going to score. <laughs> Two seconds later. I was going, is Carlton Cole? No. Carlton Cole? No. He's got a great song, but he was, he joined like Willie Griffiths, was already there, I think. Oh. Um. It was interesting. Also, after that cup final, have you ever been to like where the third Lanark old pitches? Yeah, no. It's just like, so it's right, it's just pretty much in between Hamden and you know where Asda is. Oh, yeah. There, so yeah. I, I, well, I think that's where we're walking anyway. I might be wrong. And because uh, I was young at the time, so we went to walk through there. I'm, I'm like at the front of this like crowd of like 2,000 people, and there's a two foot wall, and I tried to run and jump it, clipped my feet on it, face first into an ash park. Absolute <laughs> state. No one said anything, but one guy who I have no idea who is just uh, put his hand on my jumper like a suitcase and picked me up and just carried me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like 14. <laughs> <laughs> but I was out for the count and people would have walked over the top of me. <laughs> <laughs> Stranger saved your ass. 
Right, mass after I, the Junkie Cup final. So, yeah, nice interesting. Hamden, nice. terrible stadium, then smacked my face on our stadium that used to be there. Yeah. <laughs> a stranger's just a friend you haven't met. That's <laughs> 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 uh, brilliant. Unless, uh, unless you're a Rangers fan. <laughs> um, Rangers game. Played so well. Played so well. <laughs> Yeah, it was a uh, it was a tough watch. In the first first five minutes, I thought, "Well, this is it. We're back." And then slowly, but surely, just st- stopped converting chances. As soon as uh, McGregor said that one kicker for some reason, it's got to be one of those days. It's one of those days, one type of thing. Um, it was like a... I don't even remember us having any decent chances after that, though. So it was just. First twenty five minutes where we're brilliant, and then we get kind of We kept getting really good positions. Just uh, Laxell and Frimpong's final ball was just not up to. Sure. I mean, they done they done so well in the game because they like they pinned their fullbacks back. They, like they mm. that was meant to be their big thing, and uh, they, our fullbacks ran over the top of theirs. But yeah, final ball. Frimpong's just a bit young. I actually think the game would have probably been better suited to Taylor, but. One of those things, like I can't even really complain about the lineup or the formation or the tactics. We were the better team, and bar a miracle save, I think if we take the lead at that point, we're going to win that game. But even that one, Frimpong had at the right hand side, if he whips it across a six yard box, Griffiths is like in acres of space at the back post. It was just a kind of not a simple ball by any six. I couldn't, I wouldn't be able to do it, but it was like. It seemed harder to kind of Aye. fuck up. Than S- S- simple for a like. professional football player. No, you would think Aye. so, but um, I, I don't, I don't know. And then the sending off was like, That's... if it was up there, if it was up there, then it's a sending off. It was definitely sending off. Yeah, at the time when I was watching it, and I was a little bit drunk, I didn't think it was, but uh, I'm seeing it back. I hundred percent sending off. Uh, he's going to get a shot off before. It may not be from a great angle, but he's going to get a shot at goal, which is a goal scoring opportunity. So red card. I don't know if it was like the way it was going was going to keep running away from him. I can't remember him being overly close to it because I've only watched it once. But the way when I watched it initially, I was like, I don't know if it's going to run all the way through the keeper or Barkas was quick off his line. He might have I, been able to um, kind of so I, think I totally agree. Barkas should have been because we were playing at the park, so he should have been, you'd think, like minimum halfway between the penalty spot and the 18 yard line. But he's not, he's on the six yard yeah. line, so he's not getting there. Uh, but no, I think everybody was saying about Ayers positioning, but Barkas's positioning terrible. Um, I guess for me, like it was great, we played well, and it was good watching it, and we lost, unfortunately. But that's what happens this season. Um, for me, it's just like we've had all that, that all those people have been at the club this season, and they've not been getting played, and they've not getting played in those positions. And it just shows you what what it could have been this season for me, which is. Highly frustrating, but I know Ed, for that full the full month of um, November, where it was just a disaster. Um, uh, if, we, if, if we changed the lineup before then, we had like ten games. Uh, we I mean, could, could still be in some competitions. We also had a couple of total dead heats. I know. But if he wasn't sure, he could have gave it a go. Um, Soro was allowed to go get married in quarantine and just totally miss everything for a few weeks. Yeah, well, they could have been playing. Um, obviously, like, what was Turnbull doing in training? Like, was he no playing at all? Because his quality is so abundantly clear to see. So I don't know. I, I think it was uh, too much of 
sticking with your pals, which shouldn't be in the modern game, but that's what it is. Uh, aye, so I think the, the ten, I think the ten's over, guys. I know. We'll, we'll talk about medical scenarios later. Uh, the, it was weird because the only the only game we started changing things. Remember, we brought in a lot of French players. Um, Lille in the last game of the Europa League. Won it. We beat the team top of the French division after uh, recently being absolutely destroyed by Ross County at home. I know. I, I'd like to have seen more of Liam Henderson since that game as well. I thought he was class. A te- technically groovy player. Eh? Um, I'd like to see him. Yeah, I think that uh, position that Ryan Christie's playing right now will suit him perfectly. That way he can, he can drift about inside and out. But um, it, it looks gives, to gives me us have, options right, off the right wing as well. It looks to me to have all the sort of technical ability of his older brother, but a bit more physical ability. Um, so I, he definitely looks like a good player. But apparently, in order to play for Neil Lennon's side, uh, you need to be Asian, pasta, or no give a fuck. Asian? Aging. Sorry, <laughs> I'm sure Nakamura would still get a game though, because Brown does, and they're about the same age. <laughs> I was racking my brains. <laughs> Asian players. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I've done their like DNA tests or whatever it's called, and two percent Asian one. <laughs> Maybe that's why we signed uh, a Yeti. Yeti. Maybe that's why we signed Duffy. He's <laughs> well, we signed him because he looked like he was a good player, but it turns out he isn't. Turns out he's... I can't think I've ever seen a worse defender play for Celtic. <laughs> Can you? It's not that. He's, he, he's, he is a good player, but he's a, he's a proper stopper and we need more than that. I think... I don't think I've ever had the hype of a player who we thought was going to be great and be this bad. That's that's my kind of... He's just so... He's no, but I can't think anyone just been that bad. Like, he can't... He... He can't tackle. He's slow. He can't pass. He's meant to be amazing in the air, but loses his man quite a lot. Like, I when he went up front for the last ten minutes. That was good. Oh, I was screaming at the TV at that point. Uh, right, let's put Duffy up front. Take Griffiths off and then play Duffy up front for the last ten minutes. <laughs> Fucking would miss the ball, but well, okay. Try and not get raging and shout on a podcast. Um, aye, he's a. Uh, He's a shocker. I was actually I was listening to the Open Goal podcast uh, last night, and uh, Sai Ferry made a really good point. Like well, they were absolutely slating the business we did in the summer, and how late we did it, and kind of coming through former pros, they're saying like doing that, leaving it so late, just to, gives nobody a chance to bed in. And then obviously with the COVID thing on top of it, it's just made it so much worse. Um, but they were saying it's weird that Celtic found a formation at the end of last season, three five two, in which you need certain types of players, and we spent. Five million on a striker that can't run enough to be in a three-five-two, uh, a defender that can't play in a three-five-two, and we're saying the goalie that's absolutely useless. And it's about like yeah, like like Rangers have all signed their players to play on in their system, like the type of player that they needed, and then Celtic didn't do it. It's just every time I like anybody makes a point about Celtic, it's so right, it's so negative, and it just makes you think, what the fuck are we doing? It's uh, and then we spend the next half of the season trying to find another formation that works. I like there was I think it was like a few former pros were talking about it on the radio as well. They're like, uh, you tr- you want your transfers to be done before pre season. So I'll take wait until no- end the season. I know. I think we just need to, there's just there's so many things not right, but there's just not really a fix there and because we were winning all the time. The things behind the scenes weren't haven't been addressed. 
because no one's cared, but it's like it has totally. It's got to the point that we're only caring because it's totally fell apart. What kind of business done in January, if any? We need centre backs. Um, I don't think we'll do any. No, I don't think we will either. But we should bring in a centre back. Even with Julian out for the next three or four months. We'll just play beat on, I think. <laughs> Nightmare, nightmare scenario. I, 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 I'm not he's, saying he, what, well, he's what, bad. We should, what we should do, but I think what we would do. Oh yeah, we've only got one centre half for the Hibs game. Stephen so Welsh. We're, we're, we're going to play like a one. No, Hamid. A one six three or something. Yeah, we could play. We could play a three five two. Just play Frimpong, Ayer, and Laxall. <laughs> I think we'd probably we'd probably play. Uh, imagine it'll be Ayer, Welsh, and No Hamid, mate. Is he, is he playing? I don't really know what's happening with him. I know he's back from Dubai, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. They just said family circumstances, but he's deleted all his social media and stuff, so I don't know what's going on there. He's really trying to knuckle down and focus on his football, I think. I think, um, he, ba- I think he babied so much that he had alcohol and just panic attacks, which I've had before. And Also, there was a bleak test the next day, so I may have faked it. <laughs> hey, I'm out of here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, let's move on to Dubai Gate. <laughs> the the winter training camp we've done the last two years. This week, well, this will be the third year, then. This is the oh, third year. Yeah, winter, the winter winter training camp we have during the winter break, but this time it's just a week between games. Oh. Or eight days or whatever. <laughs> um, I think this is my tuppence worth. I don't really know why we went during a pandemic. I understand why they want to go. I just think it's more risky than anything else. Um, and I think that I think people need to know that it's not a reward for you know it's not as if they're going to Tenerife for you know ten days to get smashed. I know there are pictures of them having a beer or whatever, but I think uh, it's not a reward for them. I don't really see why they've chosen to go at a very risky time. Um, but the full. Scottish government thing or we're going to look into it and then they're like oh well we only went because you've told us you can go it's a bit of a PR disaster which is why they had to wheel sorrow out yesterday to do that ask sorrow anything everybody kind of forgets it everybody's just really annoyed and then I see they've just done one with David Turnbull as well which is like <laughs> let's just pick two let's just pick two players everybody kind of likes right now and <laughs> 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 yeah. well, you, no one can hate sorrow uh, brilliant man I know because it, it is a strange situation because you can't yeah, that's it. You're advised not to travel from different like uh, health boards or councils and that, but you can you can travel internationally. No, right, so I can't go to the fort, but I can like Celtic can go to Dubai. I mean, that's it's about. I I don't I I, I could see if it was a proper winter break. I would get the point of going. I, I would maybe this would also maybe say would we maybe try and go somewhere a bit closer that kind of mitigates the risk a bit more but it's just um, how much can you do and when they flew out Saturday night by the looks of things they had Sunday off <laughs> in the lounge at the pool and then they've got maybe four days I'd seen a thing on Twitter today since it's the midway point so they're going to come back on Friday night or Saturday uh, may, in the game, uh, the game on the Monday it may be that the last two sessions on Friday then Friday night, Saturday morning, or something. Yeah, a great. lot of, it's, a lot um, of miles to like to go in such a short period of time. Like you, you know how it is. Time see, zones and I, I see traveling yeah. like especially quite a long flight. Like five, five or six hours or something to Dubai, isn't it? We've, we've essentially yeah, yeah. given ourselves like a, a way trip to Russia and during the season. You know, 
You know that way where you go on holiday yes. for like a couple of weeks and you've obviously been working hard all year and you're looking forward to your breakaway, then that whole airport flight, then airport other side and driving home and stuff like that, you're absolutely gubbed. Aye, <laughs> it's a complete waste of holiday. Aye, like it's like uh, when you do the old, the old uh, weekend break, man. You need a holiday <laughs> after a weekend break. Um, that's you, that's you lying uh, down for. <laughs> exactly. I think for me... Seven and a half hours for Dubai, aye. Glasgow. For me, it's just bonkers. It's, a, it's, it's, it's nearly but, Florida. Aye, to be fair, it has obviously had an effect the last couple of years, even if it's just mental, me, uh, men, mentally. For me, it's just such a stupid idea. Like, just don't do that. Like, who's been like... That's a, that's a great idea, by the way. Let's... It's rubbish anyway. Uh, let's go to Dubai in the middle of a global pandemic while it's at its peak and we'll book it just after an old forum that if we lose, the fans are going to be raging that we're going. Also, for me, it's just like, it's total ignorance. Like, like how could I just... Like, there's already been a protest at the stadium because the fans feel like there's such a disconnect from the club. While those fans are stuck in their house, can they go out, can they do it, and can they see their family? They then watch them jet off to Dubai... And watch them have pints hanging about with their pals, all on their money. For me, it's just like such a. It's either ignorance or arrogance. It's one of the two, and it's a fucking. It's just. It just looks so bad. And right, see if you're going to go over there and do a training camp, and give the players a day off. Cool, right? Stay in your hotel. Stay indoors. Have a drink. Whatever. Don't go out in the public where there's people using the same sunbeds as you. Do you know what I mean? People around about you, so you're. No one's wearing a mask. It's just like was everything you're learning in that post for photo. It just it just looks so bad. It just makes it, it just looks like the club don't care about the fans, and that's the second time it's kind of felt like it's came to a head this season. So I found it really surprising we went to an actual hotel. I thought we would have went to I know that complex thing we turned up, but I thought they would have had their own yeah. accommodation where we went, and we just it was just like Celtic's own um, people there. Uh, I found it surprising we're actually staying at a hotel that you know Joe Public are in because usually that like I'd imagine the players will have some sort of bubble, but I don't really know how these things. And they'll be getting tested every day as well, so that's the thing we need to remember. They're not going over there, and it's like, or they'll come back the day before the Hibs game, and everybody's got coronavirus. I'd imagine they'll be getting tested every day, but it's it's, uh, it's a weird one. I, I thought we would have went and we would have been at a, kind of our own complex, and that would have been that would have been it. We've probably got. Um, Emirates here, miles to use, and might as well just get. They probably had to book it by the end of the year. Um, to be, I just, I just, I just don't do that, man. It's just so stupid. The season is a shit show already. Don't put, don't, don't have any more reason for the fans to not be on side. It's just, it's just daft. It's just, it's just so stupid. Just get visions of the Celtic players. Uh... On a big queue at the the international buffet for dinner, <laughs> hundred uh, hotel guests and wains and that running about and it's the fact that slagging they, them for being fucking shit. They so clearly didn't stay in the bubble because there's people in that pool that don't play for Celtic. Do you know what I mean? So there's no bubble there. It's like, uh, it's like it's like a guy and he's wee girl. I, I compared it to like when the golfers went over there, they had to be in a bubble, and they were only allowed to be in the room. In a transfer to the golf course that was approved and sanitised, or on the on or on the grounds of the golf course. So, I feel like the government maybe thought it was that sort of scenario was going on, 
and they've agreed to it. And then it's been like, oh, wait a minute, this is a bit dodgy. But they've probably not set out rules for Celtic, so there's nothing you can do about it. But it was just pure stupidity. And see if we get some COVID cases, then it's just going to look so bad. Fingers crossed we don't, because it's bad enough season as it is. I just feel like we're making it so easy for Rangers to laugh at us, and that's the worst. I think you should, should just fly back Monday, straight into the Hibs game. Just, Aye. just like, uh, when, let uh, it blow over. I've done, uh, done that with Ambrose and flew him back for the African Cup of Nations. He got off, he flew home for South Africa the same day we were playing Juventus and we were beat 3 It played like he yeah. just came it's off. Like, it, it was like he'd been British Airways and had free bevy on the way home, actually. What I remember, he was absolutely. Nah, he usually played like that. But that was mental. I, I found it incredibly surprising that he actually, like, I thought if he flies home, he might be in the squad, but now he's actually. The, the time for him getting to Glasgow Airport, he must have had about, I don't know. 40 minutes or something like that in the house and then straight, straight to the game <laughs> get his bags down and they'll go again what did you think about the um, Barca's attempted save you see it in slow motion somehow he doesn't move anywhere towards the ball his feet just collapse uh, like I think the the gif on Twitter makes it look worse than it is because after the game I watched it so Edward comes off the post and he goes to I think he comes out to his left to try and get a, to try and look at the flight of the ball and then he steps to his left and then it goes, so he's already kind of moving. Like, I've seen, I don't know if it's a thing on Twitter you've seen, it's like the gif and he, it's uh-huh. like he's just jumping to like a standing uh-huh. point and it does look bad, but after the game, they, they kind of done a wee bit on it as well and it's not as I bad as it was. I thought he was actually all right. He did a couple, he had a couple of decent saves. Um, but, nah, I don't know. Even the uh, Instagram videos for training, they watched them and, it's always like, oh, great save, Hazard, great save, Bane, and it's just like, <laughs> We're going to have to start staging it with him. Um, I, he's useless to me. Like, like just unfortunate. Um, I think that uh, there can be many times that a team's won a game of football without a shot on target. No, I, I we, thought that we, was we, a mistake. So it's been a, a few games. Uh, so remember the the first game at Ibrox last season uh, was the exact same. I think we just had one or two right. shots on target. Obviously we won two now, but I mean, I, that's what I mean. We, Rangers we won without a... having a shot on target though. Nah, no. nah, like the nah, team that won crazy. didn't have a shot on target. Not that there wasn't any shots on target from a team. The team that won the game didn't kick the ball at our goals. <laughs> Intentionally, <laughs> I don't. I, I don't think they were great at all. Like, it was so frustrating. I think. If it stayed, um, if it, if it stayed now, now if if uh, I think we doesn't get sent off, um, oh, we, I, doesn't get sent off. Went, I think we, we would uh, win. We win that game. The longer it went on, um, and that's that's the most frustrating thing about it. I d- I didn't really understand the subs. I was trying to make sense in my head. Ellen, you see, had a couple of they had that one sh- shot for like was it maybe twenty five? Yeah, they had a chance um, to put us through and go at the end. You fucked it. Even though Eunice comes on, it fills me with no excitement. And Griff- Griffiths had that one, he had that shot, and if, uh, again, if he can, he slips Edward in, Edward's in there as well, but, oh, I don't know. Man. Just shocking. Uh, if, we had, if, we, if we had went down to 10 men and managed to hold out for a draw, I would have felt really positive. Um, now I'm a bit like... Mm, would you... And, so, um, Would you keep learning at the end of the season, or do you think we should get someone in and give them time to prep? And I would, I would keep them till the end of the season because as much as it's in my, again, we might have this cycle of despair. Give it a day before the Hibs game, and I'll think, oh, we're going to fucking do it. But I think that 
getting shot at him now as a proper right, we're done. Like we're not even going to attempt to try and win it type of thing. Like we're properly it's properly over, which it probably is. Uh whereas keeping them is 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 more of a if, we still think we can we can how there was it. like the Liverpool and Istanbul, if we won the league it would be like that times a million. Oh, like, oh, it would be like there's the, a the, team that's in clear form playing really well and a team that's shite and we need a total flip from both teams for us to have a chance aye yeah, it'd be like the miracle on ice with Kurt Russell um, oh, of course <laughs> <laughs> the, um, they, they dropped 16 points in uh, January last year and the league finishing in March um, so even half of that would, would, would be welcome if we beat them Outside it, it's uh, it's just frustrating because the games in hand. I don't know. I'm not even confident to win the games in hand as well. It's it's not even this. Livingston away is the most dodgy one. I think there are. I think they've won. I think Livingston have just won five in the bounce. I think, and obviously destroyed Hibs at Easter Road, so that'll be a tough game. Uh, I think if we play that formation and those tactics, then we should win. But I think we're the best team in the league. The problem is our manager. Who say what you want about him and hasn't found the formation to win games until January and we've lost the league already. So he's totally fucked it. Yeah, medical <laughs> scenario is 19 games left, we're in 43 points. 19 games is 57 up for grabs, it takes us to 100. The, the new defence of uh, Frimpong, Laxalt, fullbacks, and Iron, El Hamid centre backs. Needs to be perfect. Fucking and, hell. Uh, <laughs> needs to somehow work. Who knows? Maybe I and Elhamid just get a weird connection. Um, hundred points. Do you think that wins the league? Uh, it should do in a normal season, but I uh, Rangers only uh, conceded yeah, five. They're they done an incredible one. I think January will be a very telling month. Obviously, they've got off to a good start, winning. Uh, without a shot, which is impressive by any stretch, but they've got, I think, Aberdeen away, Murrell away, where you wouldn't say Murrell in the best of form, but they'll hopefully get that new manager bounce, and Hibs away. Um, I think if they come out of that unbeaten, then it's it's, uh, it's pretty much done. We have all our games in hand played by the end of February, so we need to go, um, you know, we need to go unbeaten from, or we need to win all of them up until that point, and hopefully, and then we've got them in the and really it needs to be like seven it. points by the time we play them next. Aye, I would agree with that. They need to drop at least draw two or lose yep. one, and I think you're right. So if we can get it back to four with going into the because it would only be four points going into the split, which even then it's not. The big thing for me is it's just I don't see Rangers dropping points, and I don't see us not dropping points. But stranger things have happened, and as I say, it looks like we found the formation, but it's the. If we play Duffy in a game of football, we're going to concede goals. Well, the the last two or three seasons has played out, not as extreme as this, obviously, but Rangers have started well, Celtic have started poorly, and vice versa. Celtic have finished well. I think, you know, that game there, it just showed you, like, when you think about the League Cup final, Fraser Foster. Nah, it was the exact opposite. Then, exact opposite. Like, we got we yeah, got a waiver one, yeah, and Rangers got a waiver one. Mm-hmm. But you need to, it's no. Just have to have a top goal. You need to win games. You need to win games where you don't play well. And I think if we just invested the money in Klamala and uh, Barkas, and we got Fraser Foster instead. But anyway, there's no point. In, hindsight's a, a great thing. They are, they're they're uh, they're luck doesn't look to 
seem to be changing in any way because they're playing Antwerp in the Europa League and their star striker come up like, training today with an Anderlecht top on because he wants to force a move to Paris and Michael. <laughs> Let's see. What? When, uh, so the Antwerp, uh, who they're playing in Europa League, they've, their star strikers basically try to force a move to go to Paris and Michael's. So he turned up with an Anderlecht top on, so they're like rivals. So they're like, Edward turning up to train him <laughs> And they uh, never let him in the building. And I'm like, what, when have you ever heard of that? Remember they played, I think they played two teams in the Europa League and it was like two days beforehand. Or uh, their full first teams out with COVID. Um, it's it's unbelievable. Hey, even it's when we played them in the first old firm, like half our team was out, wasn't Christy was out, Edward was out. Um, I, I just, it would be wonderful to see if they just lost all their games in January. That would be great. <laughs> oh, it- We've obviously got three games in hand. Uh, Rangers have got two uh, Europa League games at least. Um, so ideally, they may actually make it through, just even up those fixtures. And uh, do you think with our Scottish Cup games coming up, well, maybe, well, game, maybe games, uh, just rest players, play a B team, get players back to fitness like Forrest and Johnson and stuff? I think that we need to win the Scottish Cup. I've always said the Scottish Cup this season is the most important. <laughs> a season without winning anything, I, I, at least it guarantees a change at the club in some way. But to be honest, though, Lennon is a big part of the problem. But it's, just, oh, it's, I, it's I, the Celtic board that's the main issue. I think Lennon's uh, never been in charge in the first place. But then it yeah. was, and we got behind him. But now it's like he's got his hands tied behind his back because the players that are brought in aren't good enough, and then he hasn't made good enough decisions. To win the league with the players that they had, so it's just the whole club's fucked. No, um, Lennon could win the league, and he would still leave it end. Oh, I, I needs to go. I think I think he'll he'll leave regardless. He would leave. It would be yeah. like a glorious exit kind of thing, but he was still he was still quit. I think we'd have a. Uh, I think we'd have. I think we'll have two new old firm uh, old firm managers next season. Hmm. I think so as well. I think Gerald's done it as much as it pains me to say it's done it. Decent job there, but so organised. Um, I, I I don't know. I think the Scottish Cup might be one of the ones if we're in a bit of runny form. It's just momentum building. Just keep going. Just keep keep on winning. Just keep playing Toro uh, and Turnbull and Griffiths and Edward. Aberdeen, they've got Aberdeen away, Murrow away, Ross County at home under John Hughes, and then Hibs away all before the end of Motherwell are fucked in though. They've got absolutely destroyed by Aki's which you don't hear very often and their no. managers left, so obviously that's when Rangers will get them away. <laughs> I think Rangers will win them all convincingly. Um, anything else is a bonus. I, I think it'll be the, the the games that you don't look at on paper are tough games for them, like the Ross County at home, where they'll drop points. Well, they might drop points. Yeah, I think the hard games, they'll find a way to win, but it's the teams that, it's like Ross County at home, they're just never going to leave their half. Exactly. It's um. I think you're right, Bill. I think going into the next game against them on the 20th of March, we need to be the gap needs to be about six or yeah. seven, ideally six, and then like just claw back to there because then that's a that's a proper bit of pressure going into. And then obviously you need to win against. Ah, uh, it's a big bit of pressure for Rangers to face in that old Firm game, and then. Aye, because hopefully it's... they've got fans back in because I know that sounds daft, but if they're, if you turn out against them, they'll fucking buckle, man. 
Nah, I think that's why they've done so well this season. They've not had any fans. I think it's probably part of the reason we've made it. It's probably just because they've not been hearing constant Excellent. racist and sectarian abuse. <laughs> uh, but even just psychologically, we've got three games in hand, but it's 19 points. See if we get it down to just single digits. But that's just, that's just, just playing our games in hand, but it feels like we're gaining. Yeah. It just it puts, the, it puts the pressure right. on them. You mean? We just need to win every game. We just need to win every single game. We've burned all our... All our all their chances. Oh yeah, but we drop we, we drop one. I mean, it's over anyway. I think, but we one more point. I think I think when we get aye, if aye, we aye. if we one more negative result, I think Lennon should go, and I think that we should get a manager and give him a back time and get prepped instead of ending up in the same scenario where we're, we're behind Rangers in terms of getting the season or the season started, getting players in and being organised for once. I think I think regardless uh, after the last game. New Lennon will go. He will, he will only want to play up, uh, for another season if he, if we win. Well, that's the thing. If, is, if he somehow win the league, he wouldn't, he wouldn't stick around for another season. Nah, he's not, he's, he can't do anything else. And if, obviously, he's never and obviously if he don't win, he won't mm-hmm. stick around either. The thing is, if, if losing nah. the 10, it's, oh, it's, yeah. it's, it's such a big deal. It's, it's, it's like, regardless well, it's of proper... what he's done for Celtic, and what, he's, he's always going to be that guy. Uh, Celtic are 91 win the league. I thought, what, 90 to 1, you mean? Nine. 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 Nine million to 1. Do you know what that means? If you put £10 in Celtic to win the league, you'd lose £10. <laughs> uh-huh. It's uh, It'll be interesting. I just think, I don't know, they need they, they need proper doubt kicking in. They need, they need to start dropping points soon. Um, but oh, we shall we? We'll continue to love and hope. I think the fans need to kick their own hands and we're going to have to go around and start threatening folk in that. Well, it works, but... I think I think well we've got a, a formation that's going to win his games right now, and then we can switch to a four-two-three-one when Forrest and Johnson are back fit and, fit and firing. So uh, we've got we've got like even in games if it's not working, we can switch to wingers, and it'll probably one of those two formations will work well, if the players are playing well. There's no switching to wingers, James Forrest, please. Uh, well, I, I, well, that's it. How does he fit into the diamond? Does he just play him instead of Christie? Play whatever he wants. That could work, actually, because he'd be drifting in and out and it'd be I, having he's, frimpong. He's a super smart football player, Jim Forrest. Can't so. believe we're going to win the league. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't even, do, I can't even say that. Yes, back on the trade. <laughs> I, am, I am not on the trade. Oh, I'm, I'm right on the train, eh? I'm fucking uh, destination, destination title. <laughs> I'm fucking driving this train. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be incredible, and I'll, I'll sit and watch every game, sweaty palms, but just don't know what's going to happen. We just need to start battering teams. We need it. Need to need the yeah, game done to dusty they, they drop, sixty minutes. We need, aye, we need them to drop points on Sunday, then us to go out and smash Hibs, and then that the momentum shifts, the pendulum swings. <laughs> I need to swing a long fucking way. <laughs> Hi. I will. This time in two weeks, Rangers are 91 to win the They lose every game in uh, they lose every game in January, and we are like points ahead before we play their games in hand. That that's that's what's going to happen. Me, me and David have managed to wrestle the tone of this uh, podcast. It took it pure optimism. <laughs> I'm so glad we went to Dubai. That's what everybody needs. Sometimes when you're 
Sometimes we are having a tough time. You need a wee treat just to kind of get you <laughs> uh, Well, we, we knew the heat would get. We knew, we knew it was a bad idea, but but we knew we'd be able to drink for that form fountain we find over there. You're sort of just the human embodiment of delusion. <laughs> <laughs> you are mentally I mean, ill. Me, me, me Dave, and uh, he's my sorrow. Just endless optimistics. <laughs> <laughs> Four, four, four points behind with one game to play. <laughs> no. The thing, will the thing is, like, obviously, you guys like have a bit of a laugh about it in that. There's some people there is some people that genuinely like are like, what's the big deal in that? <laughs> like, what? You having a fucking laugh? That's a bad idea. It will, um, I, it's, it's, uh, that's very, very concerning. I, um, I just hope we get some sort of we're given some sort of glimmer of light to cling on to because watching them having a title procession for January and May will be horrendous. I'm just going to be any worse if it, if it goes to the wire, but I don't want to just you know, concede just now and it's just ruins because everybody's going to be vaccinated and then everyone's going to be back to normal and if they win the league, I'll probably know what to win leave the house anyway. At least uh, that's the only blessing of COVID is that I don't need to <clears> go into the office. And deal with that fucking unbelievable amount of pain. Although to be fair, when Celtic are winning, I'm not. I'm not a gloater. Aye, but it, it, you think it'd be reciprocated, but it's not. No, <laughs> no, it's not. Hundred percent. They've had ten years. So see, the thing is as well. Like I've had obviously not as often in the Celtic get beat. See the kind of quiet people who you know are pure buzzing inside and texting their pals when you come in the office and all that. He was absolutely raging today. Like I'm <laughs> that guy. So I kind of know that that will be. Ah, We're going to win anyway. It doesn't matter. Just think how much how much better it'll be if when we do win. Heads, uh, <laughs> if, if Celtic uh, win the the ten from this scenario, and then Celtic are in a uh, Celtic well, uh, Scotland are in a major tournament, it's probably the best summer ever. No, uh, no, that when the fools and horse when the fools and hostage episode where they win, they 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 auction off that watch for like <laughs> thirty million quid or whatever it is, and he's going back and sitting in the car. <laughs> like, do you want to go first or I go? And they, then Del Boy and Ronnie go bananas in the in the, in the van. That, I watched we'll that. that. I watched we'll, that on Christmas Day. <laughs> we'll do that in the. We'll do that in the podcast. <laughs> yeah, you can just hear the screaming. <laughs> then we'll just that'll be it. We'll just post that. <laughs> Four minutes. Uh, Unbridled joy. <laughs> I, you'd like you'd get like you'd get tears and laughter, <laughs> probably, probably an orgasm as well. More tears <laughs> from Martin. <laughs> really bad. <laughs> or would it be? Okay, then. So next week we're going to chat about the Hibs, the Hibs, the five 0 Hibs win, and then look ahead to whatever team we beat after that. I've not even looked at the fixtures. It's just win. Just need to win games. Yeah. Livingston home anyway. That's right, yeah. And we've potentially got a couple of guests coming up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we've got someone from the... uh, David can tell us a wee bit more about this, the Argentina Celtic Supporters Club. Yeah, yeah, so they're pretty big on Twitter. Um, So I think they're going to come on in a couple of weeks. Probably wait until we've won again before we invite people on. Um, So he's going to come on, which will be good, so we can ask him questions about... Message and things, and then um, Bell, you've got some people as well. Just try and mix, mix uh, up get, 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 get some, uh, get some real Celtic fans on, on 
us clueless bastards. Aye, aye. We'll get some questions together yeah, for right. them and then aye. maybe put it out to Twitter, see who it let's, let's, uh, let's meet some real fans. It also doesn't hurt the ones we've liked. They've got loads and loads of followers to try and get people to listen to this. Yeah, because currently we've got like less than 100. <laughs> uh, I, I, like, I, I only put one tweet out about Celtic ever and I got way more followers than we've got. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think the, the drop-off in form is actually also correlates with our drop-off in listeners because you don't want to listen to something when it's bad. Oh, yeah, yeah. listening to a bad, well, a bad football When the podcast uh, is bad or when Celtic a bad? A bad, a bad, a bad no, football bad. followed by a bad podcast is absolutely horrendous. No, that's just double. That's just double like pain. Whereas a good game followed by a bad, a bad podcast is like, oh, sorry. Yeah. Anyway, we'll catch our we'll catch our catch our listener uh, next week. Sounds good. Right. See you then. Right. Pat. Have a good one. <clears throat>